Hey, I'm Dom Giblets. And I'm Tommy Legs. Hey, we're the Philly Turkeys. Yeah. You know? And we got a bone to pick with you yeah. guys. And it's not a wishbone. No, it ain't. Yeah, that's right. Think about yourselves. After you're done desecrating and devouring our carcasses, Ugh. then you then you pry our neck bone out of our Ugh. out of our mutilated carcass. Oh, you snap it in half like you just didn't eat our entire body, our entire family at that. You snap it in half. Ugh. It's it's not enough you just ate us. Then you gotta rip our neck bone in half. What are you guys, some kinds of devil worshippers? You what are, are you? a bunch of devil worshippers. First it was the Native Americans and now you mutilate an entire turkey generation every single year? And not only that, usually you have the little kids do it. Oh my goodness, you start them at the age of where they can barely walk, you're snapping bones. Our bones! Entire generations of turkeys are depleted every single year. So where do the next turkeys come from, huh? What are we doing? I'll tell you where they come from, Tommy Legs. <laughs> Forced intercourse. Ah, oh, turkey intercourse. I had so much sex as a young Tom Turkey, my little turkey dick almost fell off. Oh my goodness, all day I woke up, sex, 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 you need to recreate more turkeys. I said, why? And they said, you know why. Thanksgiving. I said, oh my God. And listen, I like sex as much as the rest of you guys, but there comes a point, you know, too much of a good thing. You ever heard that? Nah, yeah, I've heard that. That's what happens with all you sick human beings. Too much of a good thing. Name another holiday where you mutilate an entire animal. And now they're always inventing different ways of cooking us. You know what I mean? It's not enough just to roast us anymore. You gotta fry, fry us. us. You gotta you, smoke us. You, you gotta broil us. What's going on here, guys? I heard about one guy that just punched us until we... <laughs> <laughs> I heard about one guy that just put hot stones in a glove and punched us until we were finished. So enjoy your Thanksgiving, you sick bastards. Oh, you sons of bitches. <laughs> Rocky. Rocky Balboa. Rocky Balboa. Cheesesteak for our... gentlemen welcome to the rocky balboa cheesesteak fun hour it is 9 41 november 22nd i am joined as always by jimmy by dirty mike and by the birthday boy optimistic nick hey. happy birthday hey. 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 drunk yet hey not yet not yet That's but i'm working on it ridiculous. Uh, pass me pass me the fireball Here, you want it Come here on. we go come yeah. on take yeah. it down he i'm said, not drunk yet listen i'm not drunk yet today was a day let me tell you today was a day come on turn it into a night nick oh yeah i, I need this night I, I literally just got done dadding like you guys were out here fucking around and i'm still fucking dadding in there i'm just like my little guy woke up this morning and he just decided that today was not my day oh on your birthday yeah he, he know it's your birthday uh he's three so yeah i mean he he under he knows it's daddy's birthday but like at the same time i don't know if his brain holds it long enough to where he gives a fuck no um but like fish yeah. or he made a conscious decision that he's like i'm gonna fuck my dad's whole day up hmm. I, I think that's what he decided to do because you know first things first he won't get out of bed this morning have you taken a shot yet 
Oh yeah, let me take this. Nope. Shot. It's your birthday. Can you just shut the fuck up yeah. and just take a shot? My yeah. God. Yeah. No, wow. No one really cared about this story at all. No. We just want you to oh, get listen. hammer drunk. Ew. Ugh. Um, he said ew to fireball. So this little motherfucker just he just goes full crazy this morning, and he starts acting like he's like not he's sick or some shit, right? So we don't send him to school. So Ugh. I'm home with my kid. I have to work Ugh. all day long, and he is just a fucking nightmare. Ugh. Like I'm, I'm lucky. I, I'm surprised I didn't like clock his face. Like huge I, mistake. I, yeah, and then you he was his a, ass right. He was in. a dick all day, a dick all night, and like now, yeah, I'm just ready to drink. I'm gonna take another shot. Yeah, yeah, another one. Yeah, let's in a minute. Doctor, take one. Go for yeah. it. Yeah, fuck it. Do it. Yeah. Here we go. Take two. Down the hatch roll, we'll go. Where it mm-hmm. ends up, nobody knows. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Know. So yeah, fucking kids, man. Fucking kids. Oh, yeah. Sure. So I'm ready to party now. Okay. Well, happy birthday to Nick. Yeah. There it is. I mean, my Thanks, God. Thanks, sorry, sorry it was the worst birthday of your life. Yeah, yeah birthdays are stupid. Not the you intro know? I expected. Wait a minute. You are the last person I expected to say birthdays are stupid. You're the person who never works out the, for me, man. The brain wavelength of a child. You stunning. love Christmas. Never yeah, works out for you. I like I like I love everything. I hate my birthday. I hate it. I, hate I just it. think we should what? all we I think we should all have the option. Uh, like uh, if you want, once you're a grown up, like maybe 21 or so to say like, yeah, I'm not I'm not doing birthdays anymore yeah not, no, i'm not yeah like yeah. I, I just I, I don't you know for your own personal birthday yeah yeah like just yeah i'm, I'm good yeah for our long-time listeners i mean you know my thoughts on the birthday like mm. the, anybody who celebrates their own birthday i wish you the absolute worst time in hell once you get there mm. yeah. this just isn't what i expected out yeah. of you Nick. no yeah it is not like me but like i feel like the last few have just sucked balls nolan always tries to make it good my oldest what a, what a, what a what a guy that guy is but yeah. then my little one just he's just is a nightmare, man. I, I I probably will end up hitting him pretty soon. Sure. Yeah. So would you say you're blaming your kids for the hatred of your birthday? It, just the little guy today. It was it's all his fault today. Okay. Well, yeah. with that, let's get into it. And uh, Nick, little just prick. let us know when you're ready little to take prick. your third shot in as we're less than five minutes into our show, mm-hmm. our Thanksgiving Day episode. We had the Thanksgiving Gambling Hour to get into at the end of the first half. For you longtime listeners, you know that's where we pick a side on each game. But we have your 9-1 and one Philadelphia Eagles to get into. Hey. And it is a different sort of game than what we have experienced this season. Also, as we are recording, it is the return of the Ben Simmons game, and it really does doesn't mean that much anymore because Embiid is out, Harden's out, Maxie's out. However, there's two minutes left in this game. And Jimmy, if you would mind keeping up with that while I'm talking, because as of right now, from what I see, the Sixers are up 113 to 99 without our top three players. And the Nets have Durant, Kyrie, and Ben Simmons, who also has Brickin for chicken and misses free throws in the second half. So when that gets final, let us know. And I'm sure Nick will take another shot for that in a couple minutes for mm-hmm. his birthday. I, yeah. Unbelievable that the Sixers look like they're going to pull that game off as eight and a half point dogs. Yeah. Like what? But let's get into your nine and one Eagles who did what looked like throughout most of that game. Their offense did everything they can to lose that game, whether it was through turnovers, not sustaining drives, really questionable offensive game planning, game calling. Uh, No one really stepping up and down, I think, 10 points in the fourth quarter, come out with a one-point victory in the fourth quarter. Not pretty, very ugly. 
At the end of the day, they're nine and one. Let's get some opinions on that game. Let's get specific. Dirty Mike, you are off. <clears throat> you are back from your week off after celebrating on your own personal broad street of the demise of all Philadelphia sports. How are you personally feeling after celebrating the fall of Philadelphia sports? And then comment on this past week's game. Guys, it's been a month. And I think the last time I was here, you guys mentioned it last week, we were on top of the world. It was the best the Phillies ever been. Mm-hmm. And then the union kicked everything off of the loss. And then the Phillies were up two to one in the world series. They lost the Sixers entire starting lineup is injured. The Eagles blew a huge game against the commanders. The flyers are doing what they do. And here, and here I am just right back at home feeling good. Yeah, I feel great. Sure. So mm-hmm. with that being said, the Colts did drive down their very first drive. They did exactly what the commanders did against us, ran right down our throats and yeah. made our defense look completely inept. And we were back on the train of we need to fire Jonathan Gannon. They scored. And with nine minutes and 47 seconds left in the first quarter, you said, well, I guess it, the inevitable queef happened <laughs> and the Eagles are uh, not good anymore. Oh, the second Taylor scored, I was like, yep. Season over. Season over. Cooked. Yep. Done. Nine minutes and 47 seconds left in the first quarter. The Eagles hadn't even touched the ball. It's a beautiful thing. Nope. Jimmy, were you with them during that game? I was not. Unfortunate. I was 100% convinced they were losing that game. And as the time went on, it just felt more and more natural. And I just sat back in my chair and I was like, yeah, it was one of those games where actually I wasn't on the edge of my seat at all. I just kind of just sat back and plopped in the old couch and was just ready for the L all day. Sure. You sunk in. Sunk in. I actually don't believe you because we know that your power stems from the losing of Philadelphia sports, which our group text said, I said in the group text, that you were evolving into your full Charizard form. Yeah, like the, the, you were getting into your fullest, strongest form that you possibly could have been because of the losing of now the team we felt like we could rely on the most. Like the the, the dream run of the Phillies was amazing, and mm-hmm. it, it, that would have been truly Cinderella fashion, as we explained last week. But the Eagles seemed to be complete. But you thought that this was an L. Oh my God, for sure. And then they proved me wrong again. Like they did the other nine wins that they had because I just always expect them to lose. That's what everybody knows about me. But they uh, listen. They scored ten points. 10 point or uh, what 14 points in the last 10 minutes yeah two touchdowns they were, it was the first time they'd done that since the Deshaun Jackson miracle the Meadowlands game yep. that they came back with for the down 10 an in incredible the stat if you think about it it's insane it's been that long so that was a once in a decade type of game for the Eagles I mean listen dude Hurts put all jokes aside and bullshit like Hurts put the team on his back and the biggest thing came down to this for me and I said this to Jimmy last week when I was watching the commanders game Jalen Hurts just stopped running the ball like he started to just stand in the pocket and he was trying to make decisions. He was running out of bounds. He just stopped running for whatever reason the last few games. And in the fourth quarter, he just said, fuck it. Or Sirianni told him, fuck it. Just start running again. And when he started running, the whole game changed. Nick. It was, uh, it was one ten PM. Dirty Mike says Eagles fucking stink. Now guess the queef was inevitable. <laughs> Followed by fourth place birds question mark. Followed by, why is Slay bad now? It's final. Followed by, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) And then finally, after everyone questioned him why he's going fucking crazy after one drive, he says, after an immediate 75-yard scoring drive from the last team in the NFL to score points on an opening drive, context is key. So. One ten, <laughs> one ten p.m. PM. Yeah, uh, if you did hear Jimmy back doing his job, the Sixers just pe- beat the Nets. We one fifteen, one oh six. I mean, unbelievable Jeez. that they just did that. Uh, good work. We'll plenty of season to talk about that, but yeah. there's no reason they should win that game. Oh no. uh, yeah, uh, dirty. 
text that at 1 10 p.m nick your uh your thoughts and comments whether it's on that or just the initial eagles uh colts game um i mean i I, i'm tired of not seeing us fucking crush bad teams matt like i'm kind of tired of it yeah you know I, and I just don't know what the fuck they're doing out there. You yeah. know, I'm not like, I'm not an X's and O's guy, Matt. You know, I don't know shit about fuck football. You know, I just know that like. You are, you don't know shit about fuck football. Got it. No, yeah. I don't know shit about football. I'm just, you know, I'm just like, um, go birds. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. then, yeah. and then like, you know, I'll watch football. Honest assessment out of you. Yeah. And I'm great at fantasy too. So, um. Well, I'm not, yeah. You know, th- those are my things. I'm not, cool. you know, I don't, I don't know X's and O's, but I was watching this game and I'm like, what the fuck are they even doing out there? It looked mm-hmm. like. I don't know, man. Like there was no, there was nothing creative going on. You know, I'm watching. You know, I, for the past few weeks, you're watching really good offenses do all kinds of crazy shit. The Niners last night were doing all kinds of fucking crazy shit that we should be doing. Like we're a highly athletic team with a lot of guys that can fucking run, especially our fucking quarterback. Like, where's the creativity? Where you know this is? It was the most boring fucking offense I've ever seen, and it was obvious. And they weren't fucking putting up points. All right, so we got angry Nick here, and also you need to take your third shot because the Sixers uh, won oh, the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, angry Nick. We need to change this on your birthday. Stunned Fuck. that he's mad about that My win. God. I don't know Nick anymore. Jimmy, uh, your initial thoughts <sighs> on that game. Yeah, look, I, I just... Look, when a team's 9-1, and one, um, there's a couple... You, you, it's hard to be too angry, but it's also, flip side of that, you grade them at a higher like you you hold them to a higher standard right yeah. i think every one of us wants the eagles to win the super bowl this year and they're nine and one so they're legitimate contenders to you're it you're not to, mad you're disappointed no i'm just saying that like if, if that wasn't matt ryan and the colts like you don't have a chance to come back in that game mm-hmm. so okay. no i'm saying like so I just the last two games have just felt like this team is like lost its mojo or something. And and it's just look, I, I'm trying to be like, I don't want to get too ridiculous because, again, they're nine and one. But like I said, like we all want them to win the Super Bowl this year. And when you start nine and one, like that doesn't happen very often. So we're, we're the, not mad. We just want more, Jimmy. We want more. But like more. also, but also mm. like uh, if you if if, if um, in February you're playing the Chiefs like you need more. Right? Sure. When no. you really like it, you want more. You want more. Sure. Nothing you guys are saying is wrong, but I just think that these games happen for every single team. Maybe not as like uh, inept as the offense looked in this game, but what I mean is like ugly it, wins happen in a season. Dude, it very easily could have been an ugly loss and we could be eight and two. But the fact is, what we're all saying is that they're nine and one and our MVP caliber quarterback came out and won the game. And what we haven't talked about yet, because we will get into specifics, is that this defense shut them down completely. Yeah. And yes, it is Matt Ryan, but we shut down who was the number one overall pick in every fantasy football league in Jonathan Taylor and what everyone was so concerned about and these two free agent pickups that we got in Linville Joseph and Dominican Sue like Jonathan Gannon made the adjustments that were needed they scored seven points in the very first drive and they scored a total of 16 throughout so it's an ugly win of course it's not something you want Jimmy you're right when it comes to February but you hope you get this you hope that this lull in this past three games with the Texans and the Commanders and the Colts where they're either tied or down going into halftime it's just kind of midseason you're figuring things out and you are at nine and one. They, so need, I, okay. but they need to get a swagger back. Is my is my like these last two games? Is like you kind of you're looking at them like, 
where is the where's the swag? I don't at? disagree with that, <clears throat> and I think that hurts pulling out that win will be like okay, we got him. He's carrying us on our back these past couple games. That's where the swagger is. It's like I I took this game as an L because I feel like it was just a weird part of the season where the the Colts just fired their coach. They brought in Jeff Saturday, who you literally have no tape on that guy. He has never coached. You had no clue what he was going to do except for what they did last week, and that was just run Jonathan Taylor like fucking crazy to where he had 30 fantasy points. You're, so you just assumed that that was going to happen. So they had no way of knowing what that team was going to do. You're saying you took an L pre-flop? I just have to establish that. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if you meant like... Yeah, like, I just, like right I, now. I, I didn't. So them winning that game for me was huge because I was like, they don't, they don't know what this guy's gonna do. He's just gonna come out here and just do things, and the Eagles aren't gonna be prepared for anything he does, and they're gonna lose. And that's how it looked the whole game until Hertz just said, "Fuck this," and just took the game on his back and had his first ever fourth quarter winning drive. It was fucking awesome to watch. Like, I mean, listen, you do want to see more, but Matt, you nailed it. There's ebbs and flows in the year. Look what the Vikings just got murdered, forty to three by the Cowboys, and they're eight and two. Like, if they play the Cowboys ten straight times, they're not gonna lose no, forty to three folks. every single time. They're ass. The Vikings like, are frogs. I hate the Vikings. They're ass. Yeah. But they're not going to lose 40 to 3 every single week. You're just going to have those fucking games. And the Eagles had that game against the Commanders. All right, let's get a bit more specific. The most controversial person on this team, on the field, on the sidelines, in the front office is Jonathan Gannon. Is there anybody who still or was or is uh, anti Jonathan Gannon? Because you're either on one side or the other, it seems. Dirty, are you anti-Jonathan Gannon? I mean, dude, this past game, they said statistically it was the Eagles' best defensive performance of the season. They're coming off of what they did against Washington. So, like, they're 9-1. and one. You can't, you like, is he doing everything the right way? No. But how he just keeps filling in pieces for this guy so he has no excuses. They had a miserable game against Washington. He went out and get, went and got two solid D tackles who literally said before the season they didn't want to play because they just wanted to join midseason to a contender. They were just sitting around waiting for a team to jump on. That happens year to year. He grabbed both of them because they were willing to come to Philly and they fucking killed it. Joseph was ranked the best player on defense this past week. But that sounds more like a Howie question. What about Jonathan Gannon? I think, uh, I don't know, man, because I know I don't, there's no way. No, you, I'm not firing him yet. You want to not firing him? Not firing him? Um, no, excuse I, me, did you say Howie question? <laughs> I did. I didn't want to, but yet, ladies and gentlemen, general manager Howie Roseman. That's How right. are you, Howie? Happy That's Thanksgiving. Right. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I'm making my artisanal cranberry sauce. Ooh. Oh, Howie wow. sauce. The Howie question. There's only two questions. Okay, you can ask Howie. What's the first one? Where's your dick? Uh, what? Why is and that? And how long can I suck it? What? What are you? Why are those the two questions? Good question. Of all the things in the world and the season your team is having, and the this? answer is till there's a Howie explosion. Okay. Jesus. Hey, That's what I sound like. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Howie! Literally, the questions are endless, and especially with the season you're having. Why are those the two questions? And what was that noise at the end? Howie? Do we still have do we I, lose I'm Howie? I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I can't right. help it, Matt. When I'm in the moment, that's what that's just the noise I make. Why are you so concerned with people's cocks and sucking them? No, my cock. Oh, your cock. Either that's right. way, very strange. That's, right. that's only that's the Howie question. Okay. Oh, hey, Mr. Roseman, uh, can you present your penis? And uh, yeah, sure. And then, how long can I suck it? Okay. Um, as long as you like. Actually, as long as when I say stop. Okay. Well, that's, that's so right. derogatory. I get the 
bombastic energy you're presenting us right now, but goodness gracious, you see those two big fat motherfuckers I just threw in that line okay. this week? Okay, yes, they were huge <laughs> signings, and they really performed well, especially being signed on Wednesday and playing on Sunday. I, just, but, I see, people think I do a lot. I called my assistant the other day. I said, give me two fat motherfuckers. Oh, right. <laughs> I think you could just say, let's just sign two really talented veterans, maybe not two fat motherfuckers. I say, I, I, I don't even, I don't even know their names. I say fat motherfucker one and fat motherfucker two. <laughs> okay, Dr. Seuss, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so you're happy with your signings, I take it, Howie. I think the whole city's happy, Matt. Okay. That's right, Howie Roseman. Howie, are people really calling to suck your cock? No. Okay, well, Howie, I, I yes, I mean to get you all down and out before uh, Thanksgiving. Gotta work on my wife before I work on anybody else. Oh, Jeez. <laughs> I volunteer as tribute. Okay, Nick, Jesus Christ. Nick, Nick, birthday, Nick I'm worried about Nick, and now I gotta worry about Howie. Well, now I'm, now I'm a little drunk. Okay. Yes. Howie, is everything okay at home? Nah, I, that's why I spent so much time at the office, Matt. Okay. Well, and, and here, for Christ's sake. You do spend a lot of time here. Well, you're doing a great job at the office, Howie. You're 9-1. The Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour is the only podcast that Howie Roseman comes on. Thanks, and I, and I come on it all the time. Yes, you do. Hard. You come oh. all the time. Okay. All right. That <laughs> went over my head. Son of a bitch. Yep. Howie, I'm have here. a great great Thanksgiving. Thanks for the signings. You've done a great job this year, okay? You're right. You're welcome. You're welcome, Philadelphia. That's right. Just keep the dick talk to a minimum. Jesus, God. We got Nick for that. What? what the dick talk. We got you I don't fucking No, You guys bring up dicks, and I just talk, with, talk about it with you guys. Nope. Jonathan Gannon... Oh, you, oh yeah, you want a cool Gannon stat? Yeah, um, I would like a cool Gannon stat. Sure. Um, it's from John Gono Ude. No chance he's real. No, I mean that's a that's a very reliable source. John Gono Ude. Mm-hmm. John Gono Ude. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, Probably the Eagles name. have allowed seventeen or fewer defensive points in eight games this season. Which leads the NFL. Yeah, I mean, come on. Over the last 10 weeks, Philadelphia ranks first in the league in defensive points allowed per game at 14.8. Wow. Including a league low 5.8 second half points. Well, you know. Hashtag fly, Eagles. Well, you know, you just got to blame their strength of schedule for that. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Well, that's it. So that's what it comes down to. Obviously, we got to fire John Gannon. Have we ever been any of us? I mean, dirty. Yeah. Have we been fire John Gannon guys? I don't remember. Like, I I, I honestly, I was thinking about it. I was like, did I shit on John John Gannon or did I say I like him? And Matt, I don't fucking know. Here's where I'm at with Jonathan Gannon. That doesn't answer my question. No, I've not been a fire Jonathan Gannon guy because first off, what about me? I don't. I don't think you have been. Right. I'm not. I'm not the just fire this guy in midseason because when you become that yeah, team midseason, that's a that's a sign of a dysfunctional organization. Nine and one with a really good defense. How stupid that one? do you look at nine and one firing your coordinator? Yeah. There's no chance. And also, I always think, what's the alternative? Who are you bringing in? Who are you replacing? What what great guy is out there that you're Juan replacing him with? Yeah, I was going to say Andy tried that, and look what happened. You brought in the offensive line coach as somebody. Who uh, hasn't coached defense at any level in the NFL, but has Dude. played some Madden in my day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would like to see more blitzing because it's just appeasing to the eye and it's cool to watch a quarterback get sacked by someone that's not God. the defensive lineman. But the numbers are there. His numbers are good. And like you just see some long sustained drives just to bend or break defense. So it is kind of like nauseating to watch on a Sunday, but it works. 
It works. So far, so good, right? So far, so good. It may not work against the Kansas City Chiefs, which is the team you're going to face Super Bowl, because guess what? Like I always say in every sport, once you get to the end, once you get to the World Series, I have to play the Houston Astros or get to the Super Bowl and play the Bills or the Kansas City Chiefs. You play the fucking cream of the crop. So that team's going to be good. Yep. So far, so good, Nick. Well said. Happy birthday, Nick. Are you hey, okay? You know yes, I'm doing great now, man. He good. looks great. You know what? I, I, just, I wasn't awful at the I beginning. Wasn't, yep. I wasn't drinking. Yeah. You weren't drinking. I was. You were not drinking. I wasn't. You were not. I wasn't. Yeah. When he puts the what R did to I a say W. At the beginning? When he puts an R to a W, I know he's had a few yeah, shots in him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the R to a W? You, you went dwinking. Dwinking. I said drinking. You said dwinking. Dwinking. Got it. All right. Hold on. Dwinking. What happened at the beginning of the show? You Blinking. sucked. You were awful. What did I say? You were just very upset about your birthday. I don't want to repeat. I don't remember. Sucking. All right. Um, I apologize if, if it got weird. Speaking <laughs> I was of really pissed, I think. Howie Roseman and the uh, two fat guys he brought in, Linville Joseph and Indomitian and Sue. I mean, he Let's brought go. in two guys on a Wednesday to play on a Sunday and they were the two most impactful players on the field, not named Jalen Hurts. The two most impactful players on the field for our defense that held a team to 16 points. Yeah, and speaking of uh, fat motherfuckers, I was listening to uh, Angelo Cataldi the other day. And there he did you have, go. He did have a stat. Uh, they com- they combined for more tackles than um, than uh, Fletcher Cox had the whole game. Oh, oh, I thought you were going to sure. say all fucking season. I thought so, too. I wouldn't that, have yeah, no, all fucking season. It, can, can we just briefly touch on Fletcher Cox? Uh, can, we, can we briefly touch on Cox? Touch his Cox. Touch him. Um, Grab it. Dick jokes. Like, is it is it bad to say that, like, the guy, at least in the past few years, is, like, one of the most overrated Eagles ever? Oh, I totally agree. Yeah, he, it's been a long time since he's been good. He hasn't been relevant in five years. He won, he won the Super Bowl, and then he was just like... Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, it's five years that he's had done anything productive. No, but like, if we're going to use the word overrated, have we been thinking that he's at the top of his game the past couple years? Not, mm-hmm. not us. I want to jump in. Not us. But yeah. he was still always on that fucking top 100 NFL players yeah, list yeah. until yeah. like last season. Yeah. And, and they it, just kept throwing him on there because mm. he's Fletcher Cox. He's the Eagles anchor. He's, and he um, the, he's the captain. He's the new Dawkins. He's this. He's that. And I don't want to hear about like. You know, his age when two guys that were sitting on the couch a week ago yep. came in and outplayed him. They got tackles. Like, like, it's just, I don't know. And you're a Fletcher Cox guy. I'm you, a Cox guy. You love the crawl. You love the army oh, crawl yeah. celebration. Yeah, it's one of the best celebrations yeah, ever. Top, top you like that more than He uh, stopped doing that because I'm pretty sure, like, in the beginning of the season, he, like, hurt himself a little mm. bit doing it. Or at least, like, tweaked something. And if, you, if you notice, he hasn't really done it since. Well, I, I haven't seen him get a sack I heard in a long this, time. You I, know he does that move to everyone's wife. It might... Probably. Uh, I... It might have been Ike or Marks, whoever. They made a they made a good point. It might be the first time in Fletcher's career, recent career, I should say, that two guys can kind of push him a little bit as the veterans and not the younger guys, and be like, "Hey, Fletch, Linville Joseph, and Sue could be like, "Hey, Fletch, let's let's pick it up a little bit. Like we're here too. We're the inside linemen, and we're going to show out." Why Those don't you two guys have been around. Long, they've been around the league longer than him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fletch isn't the oldest guy. Like they don't have to say anything. Like their play should he should be embarrassed by that. Yeah, you know he should be embarrassed by being outplayed. With two guys like Matt said that were on the couch it's on Wednesday, crazy especially Linville Johnson. Like that excuse guy's me, been all excuse, over the league. Excuse me, I said that. 
Jimmy said that. I, I, I demand my credit. Um, Give Jimmy's it, yeah. credit I credit just heard Matt birthday. say. I swear to God. Wow. I'll take. I'll take. I'll run the tape back. Jimmy I, said I, will, I will run this. Here's what I'm going to do. To be fair, I'll take 49 percent of the credit, and Jimmy gets 51. percent Is that fair? That's I, fair. Good work for me. All right. So are we? Let's just let's just put our flag in the sand right now. Are we team hate Fletcher Cox? Is that where we are? Uh, All right, yeah. yeah. They signed those two guys for a reason. It's Yo, as simple as that. Listen, okay, sorry, Fletcher Flesh. Cox had his time. Now we have Indomit. Like, I want Indomitian suit. I want his jersey. Like it's cool. Not that it- what I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> just because of you, Nick. I just did, I didn't think you were gonna Dude, say. Quickly, no. I'm not ready for his cock yet. I, I read earlier. So Sue came into the locker room and they were assuming that they were gonna have to like really like train him up on the playbook. And he, he came in on Wednesday and by Friday when they checked in with him, he had the entire D line play, playbook memorized. And the coaches and Gannon was like just amazed. That's just like a guy that you just. Is, I'm so happy. Like he's isn't here. the D line's playbook like two pages where like one's like Dude, go get know. the quarterback and then the other one's like go get the get running. The who the fuck knows? Good for job, the, for the Nick. I said I'm not an X and O guy, but like the, the D line seems pretty easy. Yeah, just go. Football at the end of the day is easy, right? Just yeah, get the guy with the ball. ball, run ball, or tackle. Ball. Put your arms up and just yeah. push. If you're on defense, just what like, is with I, all this training and then camp? Just well, go. That's why nobody goes anymore. Like you know, Tom Brady's like yeah. training camp. Ha! <laughs> I'll see you later. And he's, exactly. in, and he's in fucking Maui. Makes sense. All right. Uh, that's the impact of the new guys. Um, so as Nick wrote on the whiteboard, so Goddard might be pretty important. Nick, thoughts? Yeah. I mean, right. Right. Dirty. <laughs> yeah. Your bet smoked for another year. See you next year. Yeah. Well, you know what? In first and foremost, we talked about this last the week. The bet for happy any new are. listeners oh, on here. Sure. We thank you for the new listeners. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, Nick and Dirty have a lifelong bet. Nick has the over on Goddard having 950 yards mm-hmm. uh, receiving in a season. It yeah, was going it, to skyrocket this year. Nope. And of course, he got injured on a no call face mask. Now, nah. continue conversation. Yeah, yeah, he would have had four. I, like I think it was years. obvious with the way that offense was being run because it's just like you, you got you got Jeff Skaberski playing playing tight end and and Jared Stahl. Jeff Skaberski works for ABC, I believe. That's a wild stat. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure he meant yeah. Jeff Skaberski and, and Jared Stahl. Um, okay, two so we guys have ABC that can't News play. Uh, anchor, <laughs> sports anchor. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, it's it, what is his name? What is his name? Jack Stoll and Grant Jack Stoll. So Jared Stoll's he's he's a hockey player. Yeah. Um, Jack Stoll and who? Grant Calcaterra. Yeah, I'll never remember that no, because shouldn't. he shouldn't be on the roster. No, I'm mad. I'm he's mad a, that I know. He looks it. like he looks like Rex Burkhead. Oh. Like he's like small little white boy that can't play. No. Who looks like Rex Burkhead? It's Jeff Skaverski. Okay. <laughs> I don't like, how is that guy a tight end? He's just a little guy that doesn't do anything well. Skaversky equals Calvary. Like, where's Dick Rod? Where, what's okay. he doing? Where, you know, where? get somebody in here. This is, it's a joke to be running out there. We are a team that the, the success of the tight end is really fucking important. A lot of teams, it doesn't matter, but this team, it fucking does. Tight end is big on this team, always has Wait, been. Is, I, and we're running no one out there. Like, I saw God. Richard Rodgers on the, I think he's on the uh, Chargers. Old Dick Rod. The yeah. Chargers? Yeah, 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 because I was watching that game. That that, that Chiefs uh, Chargers game was really good. Yeah, well, and, should uh, we trade for Dick Rod? Is what you're saying? I, I, I think you'd have to. to trade the, the deadline's passed, or we would we would have got him. And then that Tyree Jackson fool. Oh boy, yeah, yeah that didn't that, did, that didn't go well at all. Should Listen, we there, trade? The, should we trade Minshew for Dick Rod? I think we gotta do that. I would have done it yesterday. Do you think they go for it? Why wouldn't they? Just give Gronk $20 million for seven games. They got Chase Daniels, their backup quarterback. Come on. Moral of the fucking story. Nobody holds a clipboard. Dallas Goddard is probably the second most important person on this whole fucking team. This whole fucking team. It's not good. Argue with me. 
their backup their backup tight ends are really bad, man. Jack Stoll, I just said. yeah, Jack Stoll had yeah. such a bad game on Sunday. It wasn't even funny. Like They're like a memorably players. miserable fucking game. Just absolutely terrible. They got to figure that out. I mean, luckily they're nine and one. They only have three more games to deal with it, you know. But yeah, good for me on my bet because that's a lock. lock. Wow, it sounds like that Dirty's agreeing with you. Uh, here's the big conversation after this week. Eagles are nine and one. They want a dirty game. You need to win those types of games in the season. Afterwards, when the clock struck zero, Nick Sirianni showed more emotion than normal. The Adderall, the time release Adderall really kicked in and he turned around to the crowd and he said, that shit was for Frank Reich. He screamed it. And it's been tagged around all social media. People are showing their opinions. If you're for the Eagles, you're like, that's my coach. If you're not for the Eagles, you're saying, that's cringe. He cried in the tunnel and he hugged Howie. And he said, you guys just don't know how much he means to me. And now a couple days later, even Eagles fans are saying, "Hmm, it's a bit much. But that's our coach. Listen, I will go into the depths of Kensington for Nick Sirianni, as our T-shirt proclaims. But when other teams make fun of him and say, like, he's kind of over the top and he's annoying, I... I get it, man. I get it because I here I know myself, and I'm not gonna deny it. If he was the coach of the Cowboys and did shit like that, I would fucking hate him. Well, yeah, but that's he's not the coach of the Cowboys. I know, yeah, but dirty. He's not. He's not. Understood. I don't like he's to live in little he's little fairy tale lands. Like I know. I know. But like, do you hear what I'm saying? Like I sometimes like, I wish he guy always likes to play pretend. Like I think. Well, my, what if? What if? Like this guy gets hurt, and this guy gets hurt, and this guy gets hurt. The Eagles are gonna be the worst. No, my like, point is, like, I don't like to pretend like I like him just because he's here. Like his personality for me is a bit much. He's a great coach, but I wish he would just kind of fucking dial it back a little bit. Just a little bit. So you want somebody that's not our coach of a nine and one? Team. No, I, I like I just if said, you, he's a great if you coach. Accept who he is and for who he is. Like sometimes then, the personality like shits him. a bit so much. So you want me. Rick Liriani and not Nick Sirianni? Yeah, yeah. Give me sick Liriani. Okay, so you don't want our coach to be our coach? No, I want sick. Okay, yeah. Nick, how much did you love it? I mean, of course I loved it. Like that's that's the kind of shit I live for. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I I I like I like the excitement in the game like that. You know, that's like uh, you know that's that's something you see a lot in hockey. And then now now in baseball with the fucking bat flips and mm. everything like that, I like to see emotion on the field. Mm. The NFL slowly should starting say, to let it come ho- back. Hockey. Oh, oh, for fuck's sorry. <laughs> what? Son of a bitch. I mean, this is how much Sorry. I don't even remember who you are. Like, Shea. my brain has lost the capacity of your name. Shay. Shay Weber. Ladies and gentlemen, Shay Weber. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Canadians don't celebrate Thanksgiving. So just, hey, how no, are you, Shay? No, we do. We do. It's uh, earlier in the year because it gets uh, too cold around this time of year. You know, can't oh, be okay. can't be trudging out there in the negative 23 Celsius weather, you know, because okay. we also, we don't, you know, we don't do the, uh, we do Celsius, not Fahrenheit, because uh, that's what we do up there, you know. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, NHL. I like to just. Superstar I like to interrupt the show at the most inopportune times. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. Accurate. I got a new uh, joke though okay. for you. That's right. Last time you were here, you were telling us about how you're going to go up to Philadelphia and try out comedy. Yeah, well, I'm a bit of a hoot. Sure, sure. What you do wanna- you got? All right, I got one for you. Um, okay. How do you how do you tell the difference between a oral and a, rect- a rectal thermometer? How's that, Shay? By the taste. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Because it tastes like shit, Matt. Yo, got it, Nick. 
Yeah. Got it. I was I was letting the room breathe. I was letting him have his moment. It was good, dude. Yeah, you should. Good. Good. Shay, <laughs> how's that feel? You got the room. That's right. I'm uh one one joke at a time, you know. So you said in five years you wanted a set at Helium Comedy Club, which is like the premier comedy in Philadelphia. Uh so you have I think three jokes in the span of four months. So you're on your way. Yeah, I got one more if you want it. Oh, wow. You're on a rapid pace. Yeah, hit us. So uh, a fireman runs into a classroom with a screwdriver and shouts, everyone get out. This is not a drill. <laughs> That's the Nick. That is not, yeah. that, it's not that funny, Nick. This is excellent. Shay? You might be onto something if you no, have a you get it Nick. Nick. No, it's, not a, it's not a yeah. drill in his head. Got Th- it. Thanks, Nick. Yeah, it's, thanks. Got it. he, it's not a it's not a drill, Matt. It's if a you have a room dry. full of Nick's and it's his birthday and he's had three shots in a span of ten minutes, yeah. you got him. Yeah. But you do have a two drink minimum at helium. So well, Shay. Oh, um, hold the fucking phone. You want four? You want four? Oh. Give us four, Nick. Come on. Happy birthday, Nick. God damn it. I mean, listen, that's not what I was going for. Well, going I mean, for? I'm going to do, do do four first. Do four. Shut up. Uh, uh, Shay, wait, no, no, no. Thanks for not letting me ask my question. What is that real? Uh, two drinks at a comedy club? Yeah, two drink minimum at a comedy club. Yeah. yeah. I already didn't like stand up that much. I'm fucking out. Why Why is that? You like you drinking. You can't get hammered? It's a true drink minimum. Minimum, you know not maximum. Minimum is? Oh, shit. No, I'm a little drunk. Okay. Yeah. Wait a Nick. second. They Whoa. Wait a second. They promote getting hammered? Correct. And I don't go to stand-up shows? Dude. Yeah. First off, again, All that's right. another dumb thing about you. You don't wear sweatpants and you don't like stand-up comedy. It's not that I don't like oh it. It's God. just that most people aren't funny. Wow. You're just Dude, you, if you, like, you like, don't understand I like the difference between the word like minimum and maximum. No, other, no. It's just that my ears decided to hear something that you weren't saying and like... I yep. I heard something different. Yeah. And I just went with that. Go with number four, would you? Yeah. And All do right. yourself a favor. Go to Helium. You'll have so much fun. All right. Uh that was Shay Weber. Don't ever tell me celebrating, what to do. Go. Uh maybe now. celebrating American Thanksgiving. I got, uh, I got one more if you oh want. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'd go see Shay. Okay. Yet, go man. ahead, Shay. Uh, what did the fish say when he swam into a cement wall? <laughs> What's that? Damn. <laughs> no, no. Because why would there be a cement wall no. if it wasn't a dam? It's Matt, the worst. If thing, it wasn't, I'm a bit of a hoot. It's the worst thing you can do to a comedian is build him up more than he is just so he can die on stage. <laughs> Shay, listen to me, not to Nick. All right, ladies and gentlemen, NHL superstar Shay Weber. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, God. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy you know. Thanksgiving, Shay. Um, oh, okay. Oh. I'm gonna. Uh, Head on out now. I think uh, this is a successful uh, run. Shea Weber Comedy Hour. Getting there. I need uh, about four more years and I'll have a, a, an hour of uh, material. Oh, <laughs> yes. You're well on your way. I, I must say, I will never forget that garbanzo bean joke ever. There you go. What was it? Forget. What's the difference between a garbanzo bean and a chickpea? I never had a garbanzo bean on my face before. <laughs> he came out hot. He came out hot. Matt, because it it's a chick. Like a, like it's not like the pee. It's a chick, like a girl. And this is a the segment where we face. explain jokes. That's the segment you, you, never, you never look like you understand. 
Love Jay. So because you're not, you don't laugh. Nick Sirianni. Nick loved it. Dirty doesn't like it because he doesn't want Nick Sirianni to be Nick Sirianni nope. while still being our coach. But if he was the Cowboys coach, he wouldn't like him because nope. well, if he was a Cowboys coach, you just wouldn't like him no matter who he was. And Dirty hates enjoying things. Dirty <laughs> hates enjoying things. Jimmy, your perspective on it. Mm. Um. You're the level-headed maniac around here. What are you, what are you munching on? Uh, Who ice, are you munching on? Ice, yeah. Okay. Oh. All right. Uh, the the ice in my iced coffee. It, it, Nick put something like special in there, and it now it's like yeah, Starbucks caramel it's like, macchiato. It's like sweet, you know. So I'm like sweet ice. I'm munching on the ice. Yeah, okay. I'm with you. It's, it's a good. It's a good item. Um, Costco. I guess like I don't really. I don't know. I, I don't find him to be like over the top crazy. Like that was like maybe like a moment, but like normally he just, I think he acts like a normal head coach. Yeah. That's what I don't get. Like I, I don't, what do you think Frank Reich did to him to make him love him know. that he much? He loves him though. He, he really loves Frank Reich. Like, yeah, he was a, he was the offensive coordinator for Frank Reich, so like he did him a favor, got him no, this position. Like, he was like, there's like three people. It's like my dad, Frank Reich, and like some other guy that are like his biggest, mm-hmm. the biggest influences, mentors in his life. So uh, you know, whatever. Like, uh, he didn't say his brothers like, and his uncles. And I'm sure you know, especially like being replaced by a guy like Jeff Saturday, who has like the those weird cow eyes and a jerry curl oh i don't know cow looks, eyes? he yeah, looks like, he, his like eyes a, are like, like a cow yeah like a like a like a pasture cow what does he know? what does he no, what, what do their eyes look like what does he look like a trans man that's it 100%. Yeah. he looks yeah. like a trans man he, yep. he kind of does Jeff Saturday looks like to, a trans man he, yeah yeah and so i think that like you know you combine that anything wrong with no, that. of course he we're, matt, matt we're gonna get in trouble Took a lot of work yeah. to get that beard in you know if yeah, yeah. If, if nothing else of our show we're pro trans men we're, tra- we're pro everything yeah i thought yeah. about being one honestly for sure you would be Wait. a great trans yeah. man i thought okay. about it mm. okay mm, think about um, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I just I don't get the whole like Sirianni. He, what do you think of Sirianni's crazy antics? Because I, I, I don't know. Does he really have that many? He, ex- he expresses more than any coach in the NFL for sure. For sure. I don't know. Like yeah, sure. Like when it, when there's a Belichick shitty... isn't doing strip dances no. on the sideline yeah. like Sirianni but is. Comparing anybody to Belichick, sure. I mean Belichick's I like, like Belichick is. I'm not even sure. Like he's like a reanimated corpse. Yeah. So yeah. I don't really know. Like no you know what what you know what. Our Eagles are nine and one. You want to wear joggers? You want to fist pump? You want to yell at the sideline? That shit was for Frank Reich. Do whatever the fuck you want. You want to fuck yeah. my wife? Fuck my wife, Nick Sirianni. Go ahead. And right, do well, it. you don't have That's to it. go that far. You don't have to go that don't far. Fuck. You hey, know what, Nick? Don't fuck there, my wife. That. You don't have to offer it Nick, up. Nick, you did not fuck my wife. Okay, you did not fuck my wife. Uh, I have some conversations. First and foremost, no, no, that is not where I was going. Exactly. I was talking about Doug fucking my wife. Well, that's a hard reach to try to figure out with that conversation. What we were talking about? We were talking Nick about Sirianni, not coach, Doug. Yeah, a co- letting a coach of the Eagles. Fuck our wives. This is the Nick I wanted, where he just went to a completely different planet and expected us to well, follow him on the way. you went to the planet where I fucked your wife. Why would I say that? That <laughs> is just rude. I'm not a rude person. I wouldn't want Nick to do that to mine because Nick Sirianni, he has too much energy. Wait, it just it just it just hit my head. Matt said that one time because his his son likes to scream like I do. Oh. So Matt has made a joke that like I'm the father of his oldest. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it just hit me now. I get it. Now I get why Matt went there. Oh. So now, can, you, can you understand where I went to where I went with Doug Peterson fucking my wife? Where your brain is right now, I can't connect anything you're saying. And during Mike, point. I think you made a great point. I take back next year. I please don't fuck my wife because the energy you have with all the Adderall that yeah, you're bro, on, I, yeah, and man. if you can get hard on all the Adderall and fucking my wife, I can't compare to that. I, think, I, I, can't, I, I can't. I can't. I can't, no. I can't compare to that. No, no, no chance. Well, I might as well just sign the divorce papers the second they're it, finished. It, you, you're probably Superman yeah. in bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah with yeah. all that Adderall on a hard. He day. probably goes for like an hour and a half. Just my like, God. Yeah. All right. Does anyone have the uh, information on Sunday night's game against Green Bay? The line and the total. Anybody? Like Do any of my three friends. Hold on. Are, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm seven minus seven now. Mm-hmm. And minus Wait. seven and oh, uh, what? The the runner. That would be helpful. Dirty's looking it up. I, I don't sure fucking am. know. Give me to ten seconds. I only looked at the I only looked at the number and saw it was minus seven and. Uh, Okay, yeah. this part of the show is where we weren't prepared. Where Nick I'm has getting, the all right, you uh, did, Dirty's the stack guy. We already you, we already we already said that I'm not next to no stack 46. guy. Forty six. Okay, forty six and a half. Does anybody want uh, some we'll stats? Get, <laughs> Jimmy, we'll get that. Oh, Jimmy stats. Can I set, can I set it up and you, then we'll get there? You want some stats? Can Jimmy we'll stats. This Sunday night, the Eagles at home against Green Bay. A team that no one really knows how to quite figure out, except that they're just bad. It's not Aaron Rodgers anymore. It's not this team that you think that they are. Because the Eagles are laying seven points, their seven-point favorite, and the over-under is 46.5. If you didn't figure that out by us just kind of patching that together. So that's a kind of fake intro to this. Jimmy, what are the numbers? All right, the numbers, okay? The the spread it opened at minus six, right? Eighty six percent of the money came in on the Eagles, and they and they updated it to minus seven. Holy shit! Look out! So what's that tell you? Look out! Yep. Vegas wants to take, you know, stuff. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So what else do you got, Jimmy, with your numbers? Bring them okay. The over under started at forty five and a half. Is currently at forty six and a half. Holy shit. 78% of the money is on the over. All right. So that makes sense. So it's just climbing and climbing and climbing. So get in now while we're recording Tuesday night and it's Mm -hmm. impossible for you to hear. So when you listen to this first thing Thursday morning, loyal listeners, hit that over. Right. Sure sounds that way. 82% of the money line bets are on the Eagles. Well, that makes sense because they're they're seven point favorites. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to do that. All right, anymore. I just keep when, that out next time. Yeah, when, yep. when someone's a seven point favorite, you need to. Do oh, okay, that. okay. All right, uh, Nick, hey. let's go to you as your brain's melting out of your ears and your toenails at the moment. Um, thoughts on the seven point favorites, the 46 and a half point over while the total is climbing as of Tuesday night. Where are you leaning? Uh, Packers in the under. Packers in the under. Yeah. No way! That's not our Nick! <laughs> the Packers fucking suck. <laughs> what, are, what are the Packers? Like fucking four and eight or something? It'd be nice to know, but your whiteboard sucks tonight, Nick. Four and your seven. setup tonight is the worst. Listen, I don't remember the beginning of the show anyway. So oh. I don't know what who wrote that board. <laughs> could have been me. Could have been someone else. I don't know who wrote that board. This is good. But what I can tell you is the fucking Green Bay Packers fucking suck. Yeah, they suck. Yeah. You think you think what what you think Alan Lazard and and Christian Watson are gonna come in here and do anything at all in Philadelphia? And now that we have 
And Dominican Sue? Sir? Sue? Sue? Yeah, and now that we got, you know, we got some guys to stop Maybe the run. So. Who cares? Yeah, we got some guys to stop the run. You think the Packers are going to score points on us? No. Are they going to score some points? I, I should say yes. They'll score some, maybe 14. But we're going to beat them 42 to 14. So you're going birds minus seven easy. Take some mm. alternative. Take, 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 take birds minus 14 and a half. Make yourself a lot of money for Christmas. The birds are going to blow this fucking team out. This is the week. Mm. This is it. Mm. We don't need Dallas Goddard to beat mm. this shit fucking team. They don't have anybody. Name one person on the defense. Go. Can't uh, do it. You can't no, do it. Alexander. No, shut the fuck up. That guy doesn't exist. Russell There's no Douglas. way. Shut the fuck up. Sorry. Sh- Russell Douglas, you okay? All right. AJ Brown's going to eat his fucking ass. Well, Jair Alexander will be on. Uh, Jair Alexander. He's not a real person. Never heard of him. You just made that name up. Moving the fuck on. Maybe. I said you didn't. Nope, nope, nope. I cut you off before you answered, so it doesn't count. The Green Bay Packers are going to get blown the fuck out. You want to go? What is a fucking blackout on Sunday night? Jalen Hurts lives for the fucking light. And we're going blackout, baby. And we're going to fuck the fucking Packers in their asses. So you just dipped into the mind of somebody who hated his life about 45 minutes ago, took four shots, and that's it. That's a case study of no. what someone can turn into. Dirty Mike, your thoughts on the Eagles minus seven and the over-under 46 and a half on Sunday night. I think the Eagles are going to struggle for the next couple weeks, and my trend's been that the fucking birds are going to win, but the other team covers. I've been saying it for weeks, and it's been happening for weeks. The Texans fucking covered. I think the Packers can cover if the Texans can cover. The Eagles keep squeaking by with wins. Other teams cover. So I'm going to go uh, I'm gonna go birds like something around like 27-24 kind of deal. So I'm going over, and I'm going uh, Packers to cover. Jimmy, this has got to be such an extremely exciting night for you because it is the black on black on black uniform. It is what you've been calling for for years. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. I, I still I wish that they had done matte black helmets, but that's not here. Right I'll get over it. I'll get over it. You know, I just you're you're too much. You know, he's right. He's right. Just take what well, you can get. The, he's thing right. is, the thing is about the black helmet, the way that they did it is like you can't because like, the, the midnight green helmet is already like pretty dark, like the way that it looks with the, the shiny, you know, uh, finish the black. It, like It doesn't really look all that different. But anyway, the it's Eagles whatever. The Eagles are giving Tell you a blowjob and you're like, can you just finger my ass? Too? Yeah, and I, like, know, no, I know. Just, I know, I know. No, just take the blowjob. Yeah. Um, I kind of like looking at the the money and all that stuff. I, I don't know. I I kind of agree. I don't. I think the Eagles win, but I think Green Bay covers. I think yeah. the I think the Eagles win. Green Bay covers. Uh, and I don't know. I might go. I just because I don't. We were talking about Jonathan Gannon earlier. I don't know. I if I had to gun to head, I'm taking the under. Yeah, uh, the trends on Sunday Night Football take take away the Chiefs and the Chargers because that's just a different game every single time. You take the away team and you take the under. I do think the under is the play here because I think this defense, there's nothing this offense does because Rodgers is not the same Rodgers. There's nobody on the outside that scares me, not Christian Watson, not Alan Lazard, like Nick said. And this run defense looks to have corrected itself in one week. It is a week-to-week league, so I don't see Green Bay scoring that many points. And this defense is sputtering a little bit. So, unfortunately, I do think the under is the play. And it'd be nice if the Eagles could, you know, beat a team by more than a touchdown, but they're not showing that. I do think the Eagles win. I I don't think that's a question at all, but I think the smart play, uh, number one is the under, and then I would take a touchdown uh, with Green Bay and it'd be a backdoor if that. But they the Eagles want are you definitely... to take the touchdown. <laughs> but 
the Eagles are definitely winning. But uh, if if I were to pick, it would be the under. And now that takes us to a very special edition, a yearly annual edition of the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Gambling Hour. It is that time of year. It is the best holiday of the year. We will discuss that more in the second half. But it is the Thanksgiving edition of the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Gambling Hour. Let's get you updated on the season stats. I am 8-13-1, although not very impressive at the number, but I was 3-11 at one point. So uh, a little pat on the back to myself there. Dirty Mike has taken the lead at 11-10-1. He's on quite a hot stretch at the moment. So if you like tailing somebody that is hot, and why wouldn't you tail Dirty Mike? Nick, who was in the lead at one point in the season, has gone on a very impressive cold streak where you should just be uh, fading everything he does mm -hmm. because he stinks. He's 9-12-1. And, and the leader in the clubhouse by percentage points is Sal at 5-4. and four. Uh, we are going to go game by game. We're going to go person by person and give you your two best picks. Follow me at Matt RBCFHPod to get our Sunday picks. You will still get two picks out of me, Dirty, and Nick for that. But for each pick for Thanksgiving, here we go. We're going to look at Buffalo Bills at Detroit because, of course, it is Thanksgiving, a tradition unlike any other. At 12.30 kickoff, the line is Buffalo Lane, 9.5 over 54.5. Nick, your pick. All right. Yeah, so I'm really cold. I'm not, I'm not doing well. I mean, you suck. In, in gambling or in life or... Terrible. Oh, yeah, just things, are, just things are not... Just going well at all. It's a man talking on so, his birthday. So I, yeah, I'm, it is a guy on his birthday. It is <laughs> I'm gonna, you know what? It's it's time where I make some changes to my life, especially to gambling. I need to stop doing the same thing over and over and over again. So this gambling, I'm gonna switch it up, and we're starting with the Bills and the Lions. Okay, so what are you gonna do? I have bet the Bills. What, like six times this year? And I think they're like 0 oh, 6 for me. They're your new Colts. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, they are. Yeah. And they're playing who? The well, the Detroit Lions. The team that plays every single year the first game <laughs> on Thanksgiving. They're playing the Detroit Lions. Yes. And, and where are they playing? In, In Detroit, Detroit. As always. Yeah, so I. Listen, I, I have to do it. I gotta go Bills! Mine's yeah. nine and a half, baby! Yeah. Right. I cannot! The Lions are so bad! Jared Goof is their quarterback! How do I not go Bills? Josh Allen is on a bad run right now. We all have bad runs. I'm on a bad run. Me and Josh, we need to get out of this together. The two of us, we can do this, Josh. We can do this. And you're telling me all we have to do, Josh, to get out of our phone? You and me is to beat the Lions with Jared Goof and that moron quarterback. I mean, that moron coach, Dan Campbell. We all we gotta do is beat them by ten. Bills by fifty. Okay, uh, Dirty Mike, your pick. <laughs> Thanksgiving Day Thursday is so much fun. 
the best day. It's, it's the best the, holiday. It's the best football day of the year, and we're fucking days away. In fact, for you people listening, it's fucking today. Welcome to it. It's so much fun. And 12.30 start time is right around the time where you get where you need to be, and the drinks started flowing, and you're talking a little bit, and your Ooh. kids are already pissing you the fuck off, and you're ready to just get into a game, right? And it starts off with a fucking hot one. It starts off with a game where you're fucking expecting two teams to just throw the ball over the place and score a ton of points. Uh, sounds like I'm going to take it over. No, I'm not. Nick just said that the Lions suck. And you know what? Now, man, they're on a three-game winning streak, and they just beat the Giants in New York. And now they're going home, and they're plus nine and a half against the Bills, who have been kind of weird. Yeah, they shit all over Cleveland. Cleveland fucking sucks. The Lions are actually showing a little something. I'm taking the fucking Lions. The line actually has just moved in the last 10 hours to now plus 10. So I'm taking it at fucking plus 10. It'd be insane to think that the Lions can't. Actually, I might get a little weird if I get enough drinks in me and take the fucking money line, but I'm going to go Detroit Lions plus 10. <laughs> Sal, what do you got? Well, um, you know as the best gambler on the show. And by the way, happy I, Thanksgiving, Sal. It's great to see happy you. Happy Thanksgiving. I gotta ask the NFL, though, where do you get off <laughs> subjecting us to Detroit Lions football year after every Thanksgiving? I got a better... Why don't they just broadcast a dead cat for two hours every year? <laughs> just every year, dead cat... 12 p.m. Eastern Standard. With that being said, I'm taking the Detroit Lions. I'm taking I'm taking the Detroit Lions. I'm seeing the nine and a half. Plus nine and a half. I'm taking them. Yeah, I'm agreeing with Dirty Mike and with Sal because one, Sal's the hottest gambler in the world, and two, just Nick stinks. Nick couldn't be worse at anything in life than one, living, two, breathing, and three, gambling. Like, he just fucking sucks at everything he's doing. The Bills is the chalky pick. There's nine, the, the lines are scrappy, and, and nine and a half, ten is a lot. We'll figure it out by the time that we get there on, on Thanksgiving. We'll see what the line is, but they're at home. They're a different team. They're obviously going to lose. Betting money line is absolutely crazy against the Bills. It's just fucking insane that Nick is that bad at anything, but he sucks at gambling. And nine and a half is the play. I could be setting myself up for a really terrible Thanksgiving because it could just be dogs, dogs, dogs all day. But we got Nick on the Bills, Dirty on the Lions, Sal on the Lions, which makes you feel good, and myself on the Lions. We move to the 430 kickoff of the New York Giants at the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys laying nine and a half. The over under 45 and a half. Nick, the worst gambler in the history of gambling, known alive, two men and women alive. What do you got? All right, so both these teams fucking suck. I mean, I, I could see, I could see taking, I could see taking the the, the fucking Giants money line. I could see taking the, the the Cowboys spread. I could see either of those fucking things working because these two teams just suck. And who the who the fuck knows what you're gonna get? What I do know is that these teams on Thanksgiving are just gonna shit and fart all over each other. And it's just going to be the worst game ever. And you're just going to be like, I hate these two teams so much already. Now I hate them more because they're ruining my dinner. Because this is a fucking boring, stupid-ass game. I'm doing something I've never done before. I mean, no, I've definitely never done this before. I'm taking the under. I'm taking under 45 wow. and a half. I think these two teams on Thanksgiving are just going to make them. They're just going to show the world how stupid... And shitty they are, and they're just gonna shell over each other. 
under, under, under. I don't even feel bad about taking Unbelievable. this under. Unbelievable. I don't even care about Nikki taking this under. birthday. Have we ever recorded on your birthday before? Or maybe. Your year? I don't know. This is maybe. <laughs> I hope both teams. Is, I hope they. I hope they tie zero to zero. This is a character out of you we've never experienced. An I'm under. Frightened. You suck. You're not optimistic. <laughs> you're just the worst person alive. I, You've always Matt, been. Matt, I want a zero zero tie. Is what I'm looking for. A three to three. There it is. So yeah. Nikki unders. On the Cowboys and the Giants under 45 and a half. You stink. You're not fun to be around, and I can't wait to not listen to you anymore. Dirty, what's your pick? So on Thanksgiving, the second game always comes down to how that first game went. This is about the time where, like, now you've got about seven or eight drinks in you. You probably finished your dinner. Your kids have really pissed you off at this point now. You've already screamed and yelled at them. You've probably dished them off on the grandparents. Like, maybe they've gone outside and done some weird shit like firecrackers or fucking something just to get out of your hair. Now you're kind of lit. You're sunk into the couch. And, like, if you lost that first game, now you're betting a little heavy. If you won the first game, you're staying right in the middle and you're, and you're betting how you normally would. Listen, I don't know if Nick is playing chess right now or what the fuck he's doing and he's throwing me for a loop but i am going total opposite both these teams do not suck they're actually good the cowboys just pounded the vikings 40 to 3 in fucking minnesota i think the giants are decent that was a weird loss for them on sunday i think they'll rebound i'm not taking either team spread i think the over at 45 is a fucking lock i think these teams are going to score a bunch of points i think it's going to be one of those games it's going to go back and forth back and forth i think it's going to both teams just going to are going to score in the 20s i'm going over 45 no doubt let's go wow that's a huge swing for both of you in the season standing if he's playing chess i'm scared season standing south the giants and the cowboys that's right. The only good outcome of this game is for the field to implode like the Dark Knight. You know? <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm surprised you've seen Jones that movie. Jerry Jones' skybox to fall out and miss any innocent bystanders and land directly on his old face. That has to be the last movie you've ever seen. No doubt about it. Well, as, as you know, I've spent a lot of time in and out on a clink, so we... Uh, oh, that's, you know. that's a good point. I'm sure it's been watching some movies. So what do you got in this game, I'm taking so? the Dallas Cowboys. This, uh, the spread. Okay, listen to me and listen good. If this was just a Sunday game, if this was just any any game of the week, Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night, this is a lock. This is not a, a lock of the day. It's not a lock of month. This is a lock of the year. I couldn't be more confident about this bet. This game will decide my Thanksgiving all the way into Christmas and into New Year's. It will decide whether my kids go to college or not, and most likely my marriage. This is a complete overreaction to both teams of last week. Of the Cowboys beating the complete fraudulent Vikings and the Giants getting beaten by the Lions. You are taking the Giants plus nine and a half. It's a divisional game. The Cowboys have lost three Thanksgiving games in a row. Everyone is sniffing the Cowboys jockstrap. Nine and a half is a lot of points. Hopefully it gets a ten. I bet the Giants at eight and a half. I'll bet them at nine and a half and I will bet them every single point along the way whether it gets down to seven whether it gets to 11 it's the Giants plus the points that's the lock of the year I give you one lock of the year before and that was a game that made me beat Dirty Mike last year in the season standings of the over of the San Francisco 49ers uh. over the Rams last year so this is my second lock Ever, and it's on Thanksgiving, so it can determine my entire holiday season on the line. Giants nine and a half. And with that, we move to the night game. 
On paper, it doesn't look like that great of a game, but for Eagles fans, it means a lot. Patriots at the Vikings, Vikings lane two and a half over 42 and a half. Uh, worst birthday person ever, Nick. Your pay. Hey, that was that was rude. Well, it's the truth, Nick. Mm, I don't, it's been a terrible birthday. We sent it. It's yeah. okay. Well, you, you, know just, you sucked. All I'd say is fuck both of you. Jimmy, you're cool. Fuck you too. This is the easiest game of the night for me. The easiest? Is it really? Yeah. To me, it's the easy. toughest game. So yeah. I, I want to hear it. Oh, whatever no, this Nick, one's easy. Whenever Nick is saying I'm picking the opposite way. Just go, that, I'm telling you that right now. It's the only game of the night. Oh, this one's easy. This okay. one's easy. Go ahead. Um, I have watched little to no Patriots football this year. Almost okay. none. You know, I see some red zone stuff, but they're usually not in the red zone. Okay. They're, they're, you know, they rarely score. You know, what did they just beat the Jets? Six to three the other day? Okay. <laughs> Uh, the Vikings. I know for a fact that they suck balls. Okay. And I know for a fact that Kirk Cousins plays primetime games with balls in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm taking the Patriots money line. Don't care what the spread is. I'm taking the Patriots money line. The Patriots are going to win this game because I'm not betting the Vikings ever! You'll never get me to bet the Vikings ever! And if I've ever bet the Vikings on this show, present it to me and I'll apologize. Ever! Fuck. Go ahead, Dirty. Listen, you knew Nick wasn't going to go 0-3, right? All right, now you're at Thanksgiving to the point where everybody's finally out of your fucking house or where you left wherever you were. Mm -hmm. Your fucking kids are asleep or you knocked them out because they're the worst. Yeah. And now you're watching this night game. And Nick said it, and he stole my thunder. And it's really, really fucking obvious, right? Kirk... Cousins in prime time, dude, go sit at home once you get there and drink four more drinks and just get ready to laugh because Kirk Cousins is 2-11 in prime time and the mm. only two wins he has are against the fucking Chicago Bears. Oh my God. There is no chance Kirk Cousins in prime time is going to beat Bill Belichick on Thursday night on Thanksgiving. There's no chance. I might actually reverse tease it and go minus six and a half in the way yeah. just to make a whole bunch more fucking money. Money line's a great call by Nick. It's the only win of the day because I'm obviously going 3-0. and uh, Yeah, don't bet Kirk Cousins on primetime. You're a moron if you do that. Son of a bitch. Sal, your pick. Hey, Mitch, you, you know what a phantom limb is? Yeah, it's when yeah, it's when you lose a limb in your body, like a leg or an oh, arm, and you feel it. Yeah, you, it's you, awful. The NFL is the the Patriots are the phantom limb of the NFL. They just wish they were in the glory days, They're putting them in prime time. You know? Yeah, I guess what? <laughs> Goodell sitting in his den jerking off to old replays of Tom Brady and the Pats. They yeah, just want him back. The red, white, and blue. They want yes. him to be good again, yes, Matthew. Got it. Well, this Sunday night they will be. I'm taking the Patriots. I'm taking a Patriots plus two and a half. All right, you guys made it too easy for me. I can't be the panel that all selects the Patriots. I agree with you. I hate betting Kirk Cousins on primetime. You're an idiot if you do, but the only thing more powerful than Kirk Cousins sucking on primetime is how bad Nick has been at gambling and I I have to do it. I have to change. If I want to win the gambling hour sweepstakes this year and get in the lead, I have to go against you guys, so I will take reluctantly 
the Vikings minus two and a half. I was thinking about the under. I am taking the fact that Nick is so bad at gambling and all of you picked the Patriots. I will go against it. So it's me versus the world cheering on Kirk Cousins at 8.20 while I'm already pissed off at my family and hammered drunk and made a scene at lane two and a half. That has been the Gambling Hour, and we will be right back. Have fun cheering for Cousins, nerd. This episode is brought to you by the World Cup in Qatar. Welcome to Qatar to enjoy the 2022 World Cup. Enjoy the games, folks, except we need you to abide by the following policies. Don't eat, don't drink, alcohol, water, or soda. Don't breathe, don't fart, don't queef, don't move, don't live, don't die. Don't have sex, don't flinch, don't move. Don't blink, don't look at the guy next to you, don't even think about looking at the girl next to you, don't wear clothes, don't wear glasses, don't sneeze, don't cough, don't sweat, don't tap your leg, don't talk, don't whisper, don't cheer, don't boo, don't even come, unless you hate gay people, then you can do all those things. And we are back. As always, we have to thank our sponsors. Probably as big as it gets. Some people say the Olympics is the biggest sporting event in the world. Some people will say it's the World Cup. You could argue the Super Bowl, but <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we got the World Cup. Hey. Uh, if you want to go, go. Just make sure you're abiding by those rules that you heard. Yeah. Uh, nothing I, worse than a beheading, Matt. I, nothing worse than that. <laughs> I would say write down what you heard. It's a bit lengthy. Definitely, definitely a tough uh, crew to deal with in terms of the ad. They, they just wired us the money and they said, air this immediately. It and was it was like a, a prescription ad where mm-hmm. it's like side effects include. Uh, Beheading goes pretty quick, though. I mean, they stoned several girls for queefing. For yeah, see, stoning's way worse. I mean, you're going to feel that for a while, right? Yeah, for see, sure. This isn't a guillotine. Just take my head. This isn't a guillotine beheading we're talking about. This is like a... Like a oh, rusty... Uh, um, yeah. Multiple chop. Oh, sure. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, they're using machetes from the early 70s. I think yeah. it's a Swiss Army knife that's just been in there Soviet. for a while. kind of like jabbing oh, at you. So, Soviet era machetes, yeah. Yeah, yeah early style, sure. Yeah, enjoy the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, that was in Game of Thrones. It was like if you if you kill me, boy, you better you better do it in one swing. And it was Theon, I think, uh, and he didn't do it in one swing. So the guy like has like half a head. He's like, uh, oh, amateur hour. <laughs> Theon's like, oh shit. Uh, hope that didn't happen with his dick. Yeah, well, well, so he saw it. That's true. Yeah. This episode is being released on Thanksgiving, and Happy Thanksgiving to all of you. We all need a fucking break. Mm. Everyone, fucking relax. Enjoy yourselves. Be with your friends, your family. Be by yourself if you need to. If you're just sitting at home by yourself, kudos to you. Whatever it is that you do on Thanksgiving, enjoy it. What we're going to talk about, and we might get into it in the discussion, but it's not going to initially start this way. It's not going to be like, what's your favorite food? What's this or that? Nick was interested in the tweet that I said, and I do truly believe this. I believe it with all my heart. The best on the day holiday is Thanksgiving, and I don't think it's close. On the day it happens is Thanksgiving. The football, the food, the day off from work, the fact that, and I know this isn't on the day, that fact that you most likely get off of work and the people are listening like, 
I don't get off work on Friday. That sucks. I'm sorry. But like on the day holiday, football, food, it, it is the best holiday. And again, it is not even close. And Nick, you found that very interesting that I said that. Like it, it's one and there's a very distant second for me. Yeah, I thought it was interesting until you started talking right now. Yeah. And, um, what a salesman. Huh? Uh, yeah, he changed, he changed my mind pretty I know, quickly. It's I, didn't, I, didn't want it, I didn't want to be this guy, but no. I'm fucking changing my mind because oh. it, him saying, he said it like four times on the day. And I'm like, oh man, as a parent now, on the day is dead on. Yeah. My job is to take my kids over to a place where more of my family is so my kids will be playing with other kids yeah. and staying the fuck away from me for yeah. a little while because I need that fucking break. Sure. And all I'm doing is drinking and watching football and eating. Matt, damn it. Like, like when you said that, I was like, Christmas. Like, what is wrong with you, Christmas? But now Christmas with kids, I'm fucking running around and they're oh. opening presents. I'm just like... Fuck this. Christmas might be dead last of my life. I wanted to argue with you, Matt. And like, I, I know you wanted me to, to, to do that. But like, if this is the way I'm feeling, if this is the way I'm feeling, I'm going to tell you the way I'm feeling, Matt. And I'm ready for shot number five. Thanksgiving is fucking excellent. I would choose Arbor Day, I think, over Christmas, by the way. Fuck Christmas. I think Arbor Day. Dirty, can I just stop you for a second? Sure, sure. Nick wanted ahead, me to bring, me. bring this up because of this. This was my tweet, as if I didn't state this clearly. I don't know. I didn't read this it. This is the tweet. Thanksgiving is the best, comma, on the day it actually happens, comma, <laughs> holiday. Can't, and it's not even close. Christmas is all about the buildup, period. I don't, can I be honest? I don't remember that fucking tweet. You've been Wait, this- what the, that was the whole point of this segment. That's no, the whole point no, of this segment. No, it wasn't. Because you said it in a fucking group chat, and then I went to our RBCFH group chat, and I immediately said, "No, we need to, we need shit. to go with this, Matt. No. We need to go with what you just said. I'll fucking prove it later, and I'll put the fucking screenshots on Twitter because I'm right here. You said something in the one group chat, and then I went to our RBCFH group chat, and I said we should use this on the show because I think it's crazy. But I I did not see a tweet. I didn't see the fucking tweet. Check and see if I liked it. If I like, if I did not like it." Then I didn't fucking read it, Matt. Point. Because I'm your number one fan. Point being, you didn't like it, which is crazy. There it is. I didn't do, fucking say it. We do, we do support each other on Twitter. I like everything <laughs> you do. I didn't say it. Point being that you are more of the Christmas guy, and it seems I've swayed you towards this Thanksgiving side. Pretty easily, actually. Uh, well, because <laughs> is there anybody here that disagrees? And Jimmy, mm. I'll, I'll let you go. I'm sorry to disappoint, but I don't disagree because we're the show that doesn't disagree. And who cares? We need to disagree with each other. There's four of us. Well, Dirty disagrees a lot of the time. Yeah, but, I'll fucking. Step but in. Matt, you sold it. Dirty said it. You're a salesman, Matt. Well, I mean, I don't see how there's any alternative. Like, if you're turning, if you're talking about, you, you know, ranking like the holidays as a grown up, like there's certain weirdos out there that like uh, ho- they put Halloween up My there. Wife. To grow up, Peter Pan. Oh, yeah, but, grow up, babe. Well, here I come. <laughs> because Halloween, what? Why? You, there's nothing for adults in Halloween. Oh, uh, except for dressing up hilariously and and walking around town getting hammered, drunk, drinking. If you That's, call that fun, I don't know. All right, I think, no, let, give Dirty Mike his spot. So you would rank. 
Halloween over Thanksgiving? Yeah, no. Ugh, I mean, listen, I think here's the thing that's crazy about the holidays. As the years go by, the holidays, be, the, the favorites change because you go through these fucking varying degrees of life where like at one point Halloween is super fun because you dress up and get hammered. There's girls everywhere. They're all dressed like sluts. You know, you pick one out. You fucking have a good time. Like, and as you get older, then Halloween kind of shifts into now you're with your kids and you get drunk and you walk around and like there, there's Thanksgiving is now like what you said and what Nick said. It's that like it's almost like that day off kind of you just drink you drink you watch football and you gamble and like those are kind of like my favorite things on earth now so it's really hard to debate it now and you're guaranteed a four-day weekend every year it's always on the thursday it's always on the same day you're guaranteed that four yeah, days years christmas are- sometimes is on a fucking wednesday right dirty yeah, and there were years so you're getting I'm- off tuesday wednesday so yeah then you have to go back to work on thursday, thursday friday, friday. Yeah. yeah yeah that blows so like for years i worked and bartended and stuff and like i had to work thanksgiving so like thanksgiving sucked for me for years now i'm at a point where i feel like i've made it in thanksgiving rules mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah but if i have to if i have to combat it a little bit there is something about halloween i do love i still like walking around and seeing slutty chicks and drinks and you know everybody's all dressed up but and it's everything fun. you're saying right now you know deep down you're not saying it's better than thanksgiving no no i can't i can't no on the day, it's the best holiday. And spooky season, you spooky season folk. Yeah, you enjoy it. You Good like it. Up. In your 20s, in your 20s, if you want to enjoy spooky season, and for the people who listen to us in our 20s, go fucking enjoy it. Do go, First of all, do more than you're doing right now. Somebody in, in my 30s, do more than what you're doing right now. That's my advice to you. Mm-hmm. You think you're having fun? Do more. Yeah, step it up. My wife is not going to be happy with you guys. Yeah. Thanksgiving is the holiday on the day holiday. Christmas is the best build up holiday. Of course it is. It gets two fucking months. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, Thanksgiving technically feels like it's a part of the Christmas buildup, right? But here's the thing that makes Thanksgiving better than Christmas. When you're an adult, I'm talking strictly people that are, let's say, 28 and older, right? Fair. Like, Thanksgiving and Christmas are essentially the same thing, right? You have a nice meal with family and you drink and you watch football. You watch football on Christmas, except on Thanksgiving, there's no uh, expectation of presence. Yeah. So you just go and you enjoy yourself yeah. and you and you your wallet is still nice and fat. Huge yeah. part of that. Huge, huge part of that. And huge. you can take a nap and when you wake up, there's leftovers and some of the best leftovers you've ever had. We could debate the food and we've done that on that show before, but some of the best leftovers you've ever had. Mm-hmm. And you can eat at 1230 in the day, at 430 mm-hmm. in the day. Question, so do any of you host it? Because I feel if you host it, you probably hate oh, it. Oh, yeah, then that would be over. It, Matt would never host it. I've never hosted it. I will cook. never host it. If you do host it, you're a fucking saint. I, I did a small hosting like way back in the yeah, day. Yeah, but your wife did it all. Correct. So no, for like a real true family, cousins, aunts, yeah. uncles, all that. No, Matt's, I've never on, done Matt's that. on the couch. Gutsy thing to do. That's with a, a, with a Miller Light and a lip in, and his wife is busting her ass. Hundred and ten percent. That is a sacrifice to you yeah. out there. And you know what? Thank you to this to the Thanksgiving but the, sacrifices. But the difference is, and and I, and like I don't remember which one of you said it. I'm gonna go with Jimmy said it. Is that on Thanksgiving? Your kids are your kids. On thing uh, on Christmas, your kids are on acid. Yo, totally. So that's because like Jimmy, it was Jimmy. He was saying like the food's the same, the football's the same. 
Yeah, man, you're you're absolutely right. Yeah. But then add acid to your kid's meal, Ugh. and that's Christmas. Yeah. So let's talk to the people who don't have kids. So what are your arguments? You have St. Patrick's Day. You still go out to the bars. You're a younger listener, and thank you for listening. St. Patrick's Fourth Day is an July. awesome fucking... So St. Patrick's Day, an awesome fucking day when you're younger, you go out to the bar. Mm. Awesome. But you don't have football, and you don't have the fucking awesome food. Football is like the, like the ultimate... like. Difference maker in oh, all of this. Sure. Football is just such a difference maker. Yeah. And having off work the next day. Gigantic. And if you don't have off work the next day, that fucking sucks. Yeah. Look for a different job. Yeah, man. you need to get it, out of that company. It, yeah, it's time to it's time to move on. Are we talking it about is. Black Friday or both? Because I don't have off the the day after Christmas, like guaranteed. We're not talking about Christmas anymore. No, okay. We're talking about Thanksgiving. Making sure, making sure, Thanksgiving. making sure, making sure. Nick, one more shot. I don't know how you bankers work because you guys are off on like wait, you're, you guys don't even work for banks. I'm gonna take another shot. There you go. <laughs> so that's it. So you can uh, argue St. Patrick's Day because six? it is the it is the biggest like six? drinking day of the year outside of the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. I thought about July Fourth because like it's a huge barbecue day. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. summer. It, like it, you they're know, missing a big one for the youngins. What is that? New Year's Eve is a big deal. Huge deal. <laughs> New Year's Eve is so overrated. But the youngins love, love it. it. Give Jimmy not not that was a good one. Dirty. Give me the overrated the, reason. The, the, the reason is well, when you're younger, like people always say, like the most disappointing like party of the year is like the the New Year's Eve rager. I think it's because I think it's because it's like in the dead of winter at that point, and like it's just like I don't know. There's something about the 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 turning of the calendar right that like once once like 12 hits you, you start thinking about your life and Uh-oh. shit yeah and you, you, you're just, you, i don't know up. there's too much there's Let's too go. much um existential angst Ooh. that goes oh yeah and, and so i think that that's what ruins See, uh, most New people Year's have Eve. the opposite most people do the whole start over kind of thing instead of looking at how miserable it's well been. maybe that's just like as I, I i get older but like no but like i also think really honestly it's just like New Year's Eve, like, because then you get into that part of the year that is the absolute fucking worst, it's which the is two worst months of the year, yeah, which are January yes. and February. Now, yeah, I'm going to step in quickly, too, for the people who don't know and maybe new listeners. But Jimmy is a little biased with New Year's Eve because his family is a mummer's family. Yeah. And New Year's Eve is not a holiday. I, it, it is the day before the worst day of your life. Yeah. I've basically never been able to properly uh, celebrate a New Year's Eve. Um, and I know, haven't since I've been married and, to and, Meg. And Matt, you know, we've been friends a long time. Me, me you and nick it, like remember like back in the day like you guys would like party and like i'd have i'd be up at like 5 a.m the next morning yeah, I don't yeah know. You, you would be hanging out with us until like i don't even i i can't even pick a time but like you'd be at the you'd be at the new year's eve party and you you wouldn't be drinking or you, you'd just be chilling and then like out of nowhere like jimmy's gone he's new headed, he's headed day, to philly new year's day for a mummer is what jimmy said it's 5 a.m and it is literally till the next day around 8 a.m it is like a 28 hour fucking event mm-hmm. for them so maybe that's what it comes down to but i do think you brought up um fourth of july and i think that that's a huge contender like that could be number two for me after thanksgiving i think that holidays are for obviously the difference in age. If I was in my twenties, I would say, you know, St. Patrick's day, maybe new year's Eve, because it's all about partying, but it's a different party when you're an adult. Yeah. The kids, even if I didn't have kids, it would still be like when you're in your thirties, you can still get fucking hammered with your family and it's accepted while still eating all this food that's prepped for you while watching football. So you're listening to the show because you enjoy sports and hopefully you're laughing at all the shit that we're saying. 
sports is such a huge part of Thanksgiving, and you're just getting hammered along the way. So it's mm-hmm. just football getting hammered and hopefully having off work the next day. It's the perfect combination of everything. That's why it's the best day ever. So hard to argue. On the day. I have something to say. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. You know what pisses me right off? What's oh, that? yeah. Oh, I want my music first. Go, Matt. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll see if this gets in. A, a late, you know, pisses me right off is always Dangerous. A, a, a flip of the coin. So, Jimmy, we'll see. Dangerous. You know what pisses me right off? You know what pisses me right off? You know what pisses me right off? Halloween. Oh, and you know why I love God. Halloween? I love Halloween. You know why I'm pissed off, Matt? Why? And Jimmy and Dirty. You know why I'm pissed off? Why? The easiest, the simplest change to make with Halloween is to make it the last Saturday of October every year. Like, what are we doing? I don't want Halloween on a Tuesday. I'd rather kill myself. Give me Halloween on a Saturday. And that makes Halloween maybe number one over Thanksgiving is if it's on a Saturday every fucking year because you know what? We can wake up and we can just start getting fucking blasted drunk and mm-hmm. just, and I have a I have a Halloween party every fucking year. Yeah. And I, I would like to do it on the actual Halloween day. This year I did it on the Saturday before Halloween because you know what? Halloween makes sense on a Saturday. No one wants to do Halloween on a Fucking Monday or a Wednesday. Like, God damn it. It's the simplest change to make. The only way it affects our lives is positively. I'm with you. Move it to Saturday. So my day will be wake up. Fucking get the fucking moon bounce in my backyard. Kids are in the moon bounce. They're away from me. I'm getting drunk and fucking hammered. And then, oh, it's time to go out on fucking trick-or-treating with your kids? Sweet, I'm drunk. And I'm just going to pull the wagon around. Oh, you got a little kid hopping the wagon. Oh, you got a lot of candy? Dump it in the wagon. I'm drunk, and I'm having fun, too. We're all having fun. I would trick-or-treat from fucking 5.30 to 10.30 if it was on Saturday every year. What are we doing, America? And you know what? I think it's a perfect way to end this episode. We're just talking about the holidays. I hope you all have a great Thanksgiving. (laughs) Enjoy it with your family, with your friends, with yourself, whatever it may be. Enjoy football. Enjoy food. Enjoy the Eagles being nine in one. We will see you all next week, possibly with the biggest guest we have had yet. That's a tease. Good night.